comes the, here comes the, y'all don't really worry like Ladies, gentlemen, sports betting connoisseurs of all ages, welcome back to the Money Line Madness podcast. We are officially one episode away from hitting episode 40. Today is 39, and it's just, it's unreal. You heard him across the mic. That's my boy, Andy B. Andy, how we feeling today? That's insane. I can't believe how much we've grown in, in 40 episodes. I mean, the fact that that was in January and we've done 40, we're almost at 40 episodes. is just insane. We're at, what, 39? And I think that's Edwin Diaz. So, hey. Yep, it is. Look at you, us. You've been look saying that for like a week, too. So I've been waiting. Yes, I've I been will waiting. make sure that Edwin Diaz is our, our cover photo. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, like he had mentioned, this is episode 39. My name is Matt Cherico. And Welcome back to another episode of the MLM podcast. We're going to be running through the NBA Finals today, giving you the best bets that uh, we got for this Celtics-Warriors game. I know, obviously, if you've been listening, Andy is a massive Celtics fan. And, Andy, I want to hear your feelings because this is a game that, you know, it, it could go either way. This is the make or break in my mind, at least, because my thoughts are, well, if we lose tonight, we're a game away from losing the NBA Finals, and that means... Uh, what is it, Thursday? Thursday's I'm going to be a nervous wreck. If we win, that's a little more relaxing. You go in, you've got a shot at home to win it. So everything's on the table tonight. It's a threat. Like I think Clay said it. It's a three-game series now. You, you you don't have home court advantage anymore, but you 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 go out there and, and they're going to play as hopefully a lot smarter than they did in the fourth quarter yesterday, uh, the other day. But, man, everything's on the table, so I am extremely nervous. Three basketball games that I know that as long as it goes seven, three basketball games I know I will be watching very nervously. But I'm I'm excited at the same time because you know what? There's a lot of there's a lot of fans out there who would love to to feel this, and I, I would love to feel anything as a basketball fan. Yeah, so, I, I, I was yeah, trying to appreciate it while you can. <laughs> Definitely appreciate it while you can. It's going to be a great game, and I, like you said, being that it is in Golden State, that does make things a little bit uh you know uneasy. Being that you're rooting for Boston. Um, it's a three-game series, obviously, like you said, in the best of three, with two of them coming, you know, in in Golden State. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be rough for the Celtics to kind of garner that electricity that they found at their home court while on the road. But if they want to win uh, and be, you know, a solidified legacy type of team after the season that they've had, they need to come out and win one of those road games. Yeah, and they have won a road game, so let's not sell them short on that. They did win the first game on the road, but also they you, have. You know, they've they've had. But if a, the Warriors are coming back and winning one too, yeah, you know, all of a sudden where it got stealing even. that stealing yeah. that road game doesn't seem as glorious yeah. as it did. Yeah. yeah, although everybody's been stealing home games from Boston so far this. That is postseason. true. I don't it's know unfortunate. Why. It's <laughs> unfortunate, but hey, you you know, like we we've been saying, after a loss. They're what they, in the playoffs? Nine and zero. Like nine and yeah, zero after they don't, <laughs> they don't lose. So hopefully, you know that could come true again. I'm not going to be taking uh, the analytical side of that and taking the money line, but all I'm saying is that plus one forty four. If that's how you're feeling, and you feel those trends still hitting, I mean, I would I can understand where someone could be coming from. You know, throwing a little bit of money on that. Yeah. I do have some other props that might make you a little bit happier. And oh. we went back to this last game, and it was an easy cash because. Jason Tatum's line, truthfully, for points and assists, it's been pretty low, in my yeah. opinion. We've seen yeah. him been able to dish at an exponential rate as of late, especially when they were home. He loves, you know, playmaking at home. Yeah. Um, but even today, 
that line sits at 32 and a half for his points and assists. And I feel like, you know, we talk about it. He could get that in his points alone yeah. relatively easily. So yeah, two and a half. I'm hammering. I'm hammering the just over. Keep on hammering that. that one. Yeah, just keep doing that. As long as they're going to keep it that low, just keep hammering that. I mean, as much as I, I know a lot of people have said it, that he's had a bad finals. I mean, he's still putting up points now. I mean, it's better than what he was. I mean, he had 23 last game. I mean. So yeah, that's, that's how many assists? Things? Like nine assists, right? Something like that. Uh, six assists. So he was okay. he was right there though. I mean, no, he was yeah. right there on that it's number. Just about, so, I mean, yeah, and I think I don't think we took him that last one. I think we took him the previous game, but it's just all about sitting at that like third between thirty yeah. to thirty three. And with a guy like Jason Tatum who can drop buckets in like in an instant, yeah. that's really not a concern when it comes down to yeah. the points that, that missing. Yeah, that also could includes the fourth quarter in which I think he took two shots like he was not the one shooting which I also I don't know I we weren't watching the game together but if we were I mean you heard me yelling why the hell is Marcus Smart in one possession took two three-pointers I saw late in the game I mean those types of things that killed them and and I get it Jason's your guy though you have to have him have the ball he didn't have the ball late in the game and that's why it took some shots away which is why why you didn't? Why we didn't get the number? But I, I mean, I assume he's gonna get. I mean, he had a lot of shots. Don't get me wrong. But in the fourth quarter of the game, he's gonna have the ball this time. I would think so. Yeah. So that'll save you from that. Yeah, his assist line also. You said he got six last game. I also am gonna be taking the over on that. Jason Tatum's line sits at five and a half. So he's been getting that with ease. I would have thought it would have sat at six and a half, being that he's hit six, and then I'm pretty sure in the previous game he had seven or eight. So, I mean, that line just doesn't seem reasonable at five and a half i'm gonna hammer the over all day yeah i'm at his i'm over on his points just over on points what does that sit at that's 26 and a half i think i think if boston's gonna win today which is it's it's gonna be tough but on the road and need him to get almost 30 probably he needs to be he needs to be great tonight and i think that's the angle that both of us are coming with is that if boston wants to win on the road jason tatum needs to be a superstar and we've been saying that since the beginning of the series that if they want a good chance they're gonna have to play better than their best best brand of basketball Mm -hmm. in order to beat a team like the Warriors who were just firing on all cylinders. Here's the truth. The Celtics have two wins in this series and neither of them are even their best played wins this season. I mean, their best played win I can think of is that game in Milwaukee where Tatum scored, what, 46 I think he had that day. In this finals, there's been one game a superstar played like a superstar and won the game. And that was Curry last game. So can Tatum counter that with one on the road himself? He, he, he doesn't seem to be phased anymore by the fact that it's the finals, although early in the finals, he definitely did. He looks a bit better now, more settled in, hopefully. Now that it's just a three-game series, he'll, he'll be able to combat that. So, One guy that I have, his right-hand man, I have a prop for him, Jalen Brown. Jalen? Yeah. Oh. I mean, he's been splashing, bro. I, I'm not – like, the guy has been absolutely sniping. I think he had – Five threes in the one game, and then I'm so I was looking at our MLB uh, MLB picks for later. Oh, so don't get ahead of yourself. I don't, don't have the I'm, I don't have the stats necessarily on deck, but oh, Jalen Brown's been shooting fantastic from deep. I mean, he was nine like, for nineteen from the field, two for six from three. But I, like the game before, I think he hit four threes, right? Something like that. So that's yeah, that's I mean, what I mean. The volume is there for us oh, betters. Yeah. He's been shooting great. From oh deep, yeah, you know because it, in betting terms, it doesn't matter. You can take fifty threes, but if he's hit yeah. five of them, I'm cashing out all yeah. day. You know what there I mean? So I'm taking his over two and a half tonight. Um, I feel like 
if they, like we too. said, man, if they want a shot to win, Boston needs to come out and play their best brand of basketball. And I really do feel like we're our picks are screaming, oh, Boston might pull this one out, but we just really don't want to dabble on that money line. As we yet don't know who's going to win it, man. We really yeah. we've seen that when you think, you know, you actually have no idea in this. NBA. I mean, we were we were hammering Boston the other day. I thought it was for sure going to be three one. They came in with all the momentum. That stadium was a was basically a ride. I know everybody saw Dave Portnoy putting the two up to Draymond Green. That place was after the first quarter. We looked like we were going to be right. You just yep. never know anymore. And that's no. what I think in the NBA. It's about time we had a finals that was like this. Two big market teams that everybody can kind of care about. Superstars on both sides, and and it's a close series. So yep. as nervous as that makes me, I know this is great for the sport. So. Absolutely. I love that. You got another prop for this one? Hit me. Oh, yeah. Um, we've w- This one isn't even a shot. I know we took a lot of shots at Draymond. I'm a Draymond guy. Everybody, like I said that. But it's pretty free to put under seven and a half points for him. It feels at this point free. And I don't even mean this as a shot. But if you watch his, because t- they're leaving him wide open from three, and he refuses to shoot him. He's got a piano on his back. How's he, he getting can't. seven points if you're not making at least... How's he getting eight points if you're not making at least one three? Because you're not shooting the ball ten times. You're shooting yep. it maybe five. And you're yep. not going to make them all. So that's not a shot men at Draymond, but under seven and a half. Just solely because he doesn't have the volume. And frankly, I don't think Steve Kerr wants him to. So, Actually hilarious that you bring that up because I have somewhat of a ladder to that pick. I am coming in with Draymond Green under points, rebounds, and assists. That sits at 21 and a half. Oh, that's... He literally only hit that once this series when he had 9 5 7. Yeah. That's it. There you go. And I mean, and that was what, game again, one? That game was, one? yeah, that was, uh, yes, game one. Yeah. Yep, at home. I don't so, think he's touched nine points since. No, he, no, he literally he has. He had, he had two points last game on, um, he had, yeah, two points on one of seven from the field. Yeah, so that and he fouled out. So, exactly. Right? He, yeah, that's, that's Draymond's out. most inflated line, and right. that still wouldn't hit this number. So I'm comfortable with the uh, Draymond Green under 21 and a half points, rebounds, and assists at minus 113. He's like I said, he's only hit 21 once this finals, and has never hit the over since the last. I don't even think in the last round of the playoffs he hit that either, because I can't name a single game. Thus far, besides his defensive intangibles, that somebody is coming out and saying, "Wow, Draymond Green put up those stats last night." <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah, other than happen. fouls, yeah, other than yeah, fouls. other than fouls, exactly. And everyone's been roasting him, dude. It's been a a rip show around like ESPN, yeah. all these you know networks just ripping Draymond Green for the more fouls than points, yeah. and you know contributing. That's I saw, that, bro, that I saw a picture of Brandon Bass. In a yeah. Celtics uniform, and they were like, "This is Draymond lately helping the Seas more than the Warriors." Like, <laughs> oh, it's the Brandon Bass did. Brandon Bass was in the starting lineup when I went to see the Celtics. The one time I got to go, wow, he was in the starting lineup, which is that's a tough story. That is, <laughs> you you came from the dirt, man. You that's why you deserve all of this, you know. Oh, thank you. you deserve thank a you. great game today. I got one. I got one more for you. I got one he, more for you. He, I think he had it in the first quarter last game, if I'm not mistaken. Eight rebounds, I think Rob had in the first quarter. I think he finished mm. the game with. Well, 12 rebounds. So seven over seven and a half is it's not free. You're on the road and who knows what is how his health is going to be every game. But he looks healthy to me at this point. So, oh, yeah, he's he's eight rebounds. Like an absolute good. monster. And yeah. like we said on last episode about the, mo- the most sports TV segment, he deserves his respect because he, he was a game changer. And although you guys obviously didn't come out with a win, he 
set the tone of that defense and that his paint presence in that game. So I definitely agree with that and think that Rob Will's got a great chance to grab all those for you. I sure hope so. They don't have a block. Do they have blocks? I don't think they have a block. They don't. Prop, but I was he, looking for him to get two last yeah. game, and they they wouldn't let me. He had how many? How many did he have? I think he had four. I want to say he had four because he was swatting shit, man. He had two, but Tatum had. How the hell did Tatum have three? Tatum had three blocks. <laughs> Tatum had three blocks. Those had to be on Curry. He had to have one on Curry then. I think he did. Probably. I think he did. I have one more on the other side of the ball. I'm going oh. Andrew Wiggins under 17 and a half points. Um, he just really, he isn't known as the scorer for this team. So I like, we've been hopping on Wiggins rebound line. Unfortunately, they did move that up one to six and a half now. So I don't know if I'm you see how many rebounds guys. he had last game. He, yes. And that's understandable being that he had Crazy. that. He, he was all over the glass last game. And I think I was at the most sports event when one of my friends, he actually had a parlay with Wiggins under rebounds. And I looked at him and I was like, bro, that ain't yeah, that wasn't happening. I was like, that's not that's not happening. And I was like, if you want, he, I was like, yo, live bet, hedge that with a Andrew Wiggins over because the live one yeah. was sitting at nine and a half. I was like, hedge that because it's the second quarter right now. He's literally blowing your line out yeah. of the water. He took that. He found he ended up making his money back. So, Good you know, a little him. live MLM action. Look for at that. Movies. We help everybody. We're exactly. helpful. But I'm gonna bro- be my brother over. actually had that same situation. He took a live bet of in game three. He took it was a game. The Celtics got blown out. So it was game two. And he okay. took Clay's over. Mm. I think he hit it. I think he hit it. Yeah. Like, it was just obvious because we were going to get blown out. But yeah. anybody who had Curry's over, I, we didn't talk. We haven't even really mentioned Curry. It's I mean, I was sick. The the superstars, I feel like, are very unpredictable sometimes, especially yeah. when it comes to Steph Curry. I've been on him multiple times, and I just yeah. he lets me down sometimes because he doesn't have that. His lines are always so high because the expectations of him are mm. so high. So expecting him to come out and put up five threes sometimes just feels like a lot for me. That's why I kind of avoid his lines somewhat, and even his points seem a little inflated here and there. Yeah, but I mean, watching him the other day, that that was, that was. I mean, I wasn't watching as an impartial person, so I couldn't really feel what everybody else was feeling. That was that's looked special. I didn't feel like it was special because it hurt, but yep. it looked special to me, like what he was doing. So for sure, for sure. But back to that last pick that I, I'm gonna make is Andrew Wiggins under 17 and a half points, and uh, that comes in at minus 110. Just straight up, we're going to be taking that a straight bet for one unit. And I'm anticipating Andrew Wiggins, you know, really not doing much tonight. Him and Jordan Poole have been kind of taking a backseat and, like, being those role players to Steph. And it's working. I mean, I guess it's it's worked out for them in a couple games thus far. But tonight I'm anticipating Boston playing their best brand of basketball. Yes. So I, I think hope. that they, they're going to be the ones coming out and kind of catching the Warriors on their heels. And I'm not going to be – like I said, we're not taking sides. But – gun to my head i feel like boston has a good shot tonight to take this one home yeah i'm 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 hopeful about that too i that, that i don't want to be guarantee <laughs> of it because said, that was literally alive i hope so <laughs> i <laughs> like hope so, kodak yeah. black like that's crazy <laughs> that was a live one but yeah i, I hope so too for you yeah. man like for your how mental you sanity feel, how did you feel about kavon looney not being in a starting lineup because personally i felt it was stupid from the beginning and it it was it showed well and i yeah, I, I would agree because he definitely uh, like gives them some size down low, and which they have none of. Some? Um, it gives them all because they don't yeah, have any more. I, I was giving Draymond <laughs> a little bit of credit well. going up against Al, but like you said, if he's if Draymond's forced to play the four, then like or forced to play the five, then 
you're going to have Wiggins at the four, which is going to result in his boards going up. Yeah, that's why he had so many. That's why he had so many. But I don't know. It just, I mean, it's tough because they won the game. But then again, yeah. So like, I guess right move. But then again, well, the, well let's be it's let's tough. Play. It really, it's it's the NBA finals. So these you got to do everything. Make, you can. Exactly, yeah. these coaches make these moves. Just that kind of seem 180 yeah. degrees from what you would think, and they end up working out sometimes. So I don't well, know. I can't say that one worked out because here's the truth: Otto Porter played 15 minutes. Kevon Looney still played 30 minutes in the game. So. Kevon Looney might not have started the game, but who played more minutes? It's clear that they need, like, if he makes that decision again today, and I wouldn't be surprised just superstition-wise if he starts mm-hmm. Otto Porter, but if the best chance the Warriors have is Kevon Looney on the floor, because otherwise, if if Wiggins is your top rebounder, as good as he was the other day, Rob Williams and, and Al can out-rebound those two. Absolutely. So that's something I, I noticed early. I didn't even see it on Twitter. Usually I'm on Twitter 24-7 before the game and, like, looking at everything. I didn't even know Otto Porter was starting. I was like, what the hell happened? I just saw his face. And I was like, wow. So, yeah. yeah that was an interesting and, and move. Would, yeah. No, interesting I mean, move. Yeah, Otto Porter does look like a foot, so I can understand that. Well, but... he looks like Wilt's son, right? Was it Wilt? Yeah. Yep, yeah, Wilt. With the, the, the gap in the tooth and the stash. Yeah. No, they're very, uh, very similar. But, yeah, I mean, it's between him and then... You looked like to him and Jordan Poole as those are, those are their bench guys. And that's yeah. who they turn to for those bench buckets. So it really is confusing when you turn to Otto Porter to be in the starting lineup and then are also left with a lack of scoring from Poole. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. where where are these points going to come from if it's not Steph Curry? So I don't know what Steve Curry is doing in a- that aspect, but yeah, everything just lines up to like make me think tonight is going to be a bloodbath again. Yeah, well, the thing is, is Clay is kind of staying consistent at like 15 to 18, and that's not good for them because they it, need a second Poole, star. As much as I love Pool, Pool's not consistent enough. So I, I don't know, mm-hmm. is he? A, I think he's a free agent at the end of the year, right? Restricted. I want to uh, say he is. I want to say one year? more a year. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's either with way, RJ in them. Yeah, either way, one of them, he's gonna get paid at some point by somebody. I, I don't see like his consistency. Maybe next year he's more consistent. Obviously, if he has a full year, but. He doesn't have the consistency to be that second scorer. So if Clay at 18 is your second scorer, you just <clears throat> you just have to not let Curry do what he does, do what he did there. And that's the difference in the series, really. That was the difference in the game the other day. I feel like Curry was shooting it every single time in the second half. No, he was. He would get the ball, and it didn't matter. Like, he was looking to score every single possession. Yeah. Was, His heat checks sick. last a lot longer than everybody else's. That's for sure. Oh, because he's hotter than everybody yeah. else's. And he, he like pause, <laughs> and he's literally oh, always the one get like when he has the hot hand, it gets really scary. Like if he has a hot hand, it's must see TV. Oh yeah, it's just it's a wrap at that point. That's gonna do it for my basketball picks, though. Yeah, I don't I, know about <laughs> you. I, yeah, I got no more basketball. I was gonna say like you might just not want to talk hoops for like the next like five six hours until this <laughs> game goes on because I would understand. Five, six, dude. Game starts at nine and nine uh, eleven hours now. I, I would expect you to be on the the Twitter sphere, you know, chatting always. it up a little pregame. I'm but always on Twitter. Always. All right, I'm gonna come at you across the diamond now. Hell yeah! I know we we talked about it on you tagged me on Twitter last night. We do not have the Mets or the Yankees today. So Deserved day off, very, I think. It, it is. It is. After the Yankees are absolutely massacring everybody in their path as of late. And then the Mets are also, you know, doing their thing, I guess. What a series. What <laughs> they, a series they, they, they got a series win in L.A. They'll take that. They will definitely take that over the shittier L.A. team. But you'll take <laughs> it. You will definitely take <laughs> it. 
I'm coming in and I have a pick for you. I'm going with your not so friendly homie division rival type vibe, Atlanta Braves. Coming in at minus one and a half against the Nationals. That comes in at plus 112. And I'm pretty sure they've won like 10 or 11 straight at this point. 11. 11. 11. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep. And they're playing the Nationals. And the same Nationals that we came on here two days ago, three days ago, and literally said they are shit. They are. They yeah. are shit. They, they are, are a minor shit. league baseball team. Practically yeah. so. So for that reason, I mean, everything just seems to be in favor of the Braves tonight. A two-run ball game for plus money. I mean, these are why we love baseball picks. Yeah. You know, like a, a favorite coming in as an underdog somewhat, you know, for money, for plus money. I'm riding that all day. Atlanta Braves minus one and a half against the Nats. That goes on at 7.05 p.m. at plus 122. You could take that to your fucking sister. Yeah, that, that's an easy one. I, I We both have that because as much as I dislike the Braves, they are get, like when they're play, when I say they're playing an easy schedule – I don't even mean it as like I'm like whining. I, it's just insane. Like the Mets have the same schedule. I think in September that they have now. It's set. Like they play. I think they put the Cubs, Pirates, Diamondbacks. Now the Nationals. Like, how could you get? Could you get luckier than that? I don't know. Yeah. But that was yeah. So really, right now, this whole month, I don't think the Braves have lost this month yet. It's kind of free money at this it point is. until they play the Dodgers later in the month. That'll be an interesting series. But yeah, the Braves are. Nobody ever expected them to be dead for good. They're a good team, so... They needed this type of run, yeah. so this puts them right back into that, not contention, but right back into the middle of the MLB, and if they could stay consistent until the All-Star break, that's really all a team like them needs to yeah. kind of slip in the playoffs. Yeah, they're only five and a half back from the Mets now, because the Mets are five and five in their last ten, so it really got close again, so... Yeah. And it's... you know what? I wouldn't want it any other way, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm very sure about that one. You got another baseball pick? Let me hear it. I do. I've got the team that you guys just massacred. I mean, 18 to four, but I Schwindel was pitching late in the game, but whatever. Um, they, the Cubs got, when I say massacred, I mean like they had maybe a couple innings in the series where they thought they could win the actually win a game, but it was pretty much over from the get go yesterday. Yep. So today taking the Padres minus one and a half for them. I, the like I said, the Cubs are terrible. They're, they're going to start a rebuild. They have a couple of pieces that they're probably going to ship away. Wilson Contreras might be a Yankee at some point. That's probably something I'm going to push for a while. But Yep. And, I mean, they got Kyle Hendricks on the mound, bro. The guy, I think he tops out at, like, an 89 to 91-mile-an-hour yeah. fastball at this point, sitting with a 5 5.2 ERA. And against a team like the Padres, that's not going to bode well, mm-hmm. man. It just it isn't. And, unfortunately, the Cubs are right back into their – poverty times so I, i'm with you on that they one. got a I, championship though they did they sold their entire they got their ring yep. for that ring do you consider that worth it at that point yes for them yes uh, in chicago yeah, because they hadn't won one yes yeah and with the hundred it was, what was it, 108 years of the gap yeah. like so yeah if I, it was if it was the yankees or the mets you can't like you can't only have one good season in new york you get shit on if that happens absolutely. in chicago i don't think they care for sure i like the i like the perspective on that Definitely. Yeah, well, the Mets did have one good season, so I know. How yeah, well, <laughs> ho- hopefully you bounce back this year. You know, you're five, yeah. still five games up, five and a half up. Yep. Well, I am turning uh, to my division rival in this case. I mean, they're going up. It's the Blue Jays going up against the Baltimore Orioles. They got Alec Manoa on the mound, so I'm going to be taking that minus one and a half tonight. They're home. 
at minus 138, I feel like it just it's only fitting. Everyone beats up on the Orioles in this division. And so for a two-run win for the Jays, they should be able to come out and do that. They're a powerhouse offense, obviously very home run heavy. And when you're going up against the Baltimore Orioles, there really shouldn't be that much of a hesitation yeah. to get the bats moving. So, Yeah, uh, 18 and a half games back for Baltimore. I think they're going to be out of it for a while now. Um, yeah, I agree with you there. Anything against Baltimore or Chicago or um, Washington, they really, like as, as much as it feels like we're like stealing, it's free. Like they, free. they're not going to win in that case. So, yep. It is very free. Like we said, these are why we love baseball picks. Yes. Like it really, it is because there the are line is so just, many bad teams, so many so bad many. teams. And you could beat up on them. the difference yeah. is that like between this and the NBA, you know, somebody could go up against the Orlando magic and very well lose that game. Cause but, um, the difference is you could bench your best player in that. In that sport, that's the game they like circle to bench their best player. They yeah. don't do that in baseball. You have three yeah, and, games against them. So and baseball, I mean, really, like there's no like your talent in baseball is never gonna leave you entirely no. the way that you could just have a, an off yeah. night in basketball. And it's so, you know, one player centric. There's only five guys on the court in basketball when you got nine on the field in baseball. And, you know, that's not even counting the same guy on the mound isn't coming and going and hitting the ball. Yeah. So you know, well, there's a lot of factors in, in that. In I mean, one case, he is. In, yeah, I <laughs> in guess. In, in very, you know, some very small circumstances. Yes. But I got one more baseball pick for you. Is this the one we both have? No. No. I, oh, I, I actually, I figured I'd just let you get that one. Oh, good, and I, good, I grabbed okay. one more. Okay. So I'm going to be going. Um, We're taking it down to Texas. Everything is bigger in Texas. Deep so, in uh, the heart of Texas. Yes, sir. I'm going to be taking it down south to the Great American Ballpark. Although these fellows are not going to be coming out with a victory today. The Texas Rangers are home taking on the Houston Astros, but I'm taking the Astros minus one and a half today. I mean, they got Taylor Hearn for the Rangers going up tonight and he's got a, uh, he's four and four with a five, four ERA. I mean, pretty much speaks for itself. <laughs> that, that's just, I feel like that's really all that needs to be said when you're going up against the lineup, like the Astros, like at home, these guys stink. The, yeah. Like they, they just are not good. The Rangers are Literally the team that Rob Manfred had to step in and stop them from tanking them and the Cincinnati Reds because yeah. they are just that bad of franchises the past three, four years that they want to come out and purposely lose games. I got them Jack Leiter. Sure. A little bit of respect yeah. there. Did get them something. Yeah, I got you. I mean, I guess if that's really your reward for like four or five years of absolute poverty, I guess it worked, though. I mean, as much as we like we do shit on how bad Texas was they're 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 not in it because eight and a half games is not in it, but they're 28 and 31 and they're, I guess, in a wild card spot because of the expanded wild card. So they are at, at they've made some bad decisions out there in Texas recently. So, I mean, they signed yeah. two shortstops this offseason, two shortstops, a massive deal, put one at second base and he he has maybe two home runs after hitting 30 last year. They've had yep. some tough decisions lately. Yeah, they uh, I think they might have rushed that a little bit. So I I do anticipate the Astros. I mean, the Astros are sitting at 37 and 23 for a team that really doesn't have as many superstar names as they used to. Yeah, they're coming out and they're still playing a great brand of baseball. So I'm going to be riding that minus one and a half today. And that comes in at plus 104 again for a team that's obviously better than the Rangers to come in at plus money on a run line. We're going to take that all day. I like it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Houston over Texas doesn't feel like a um a reach. A reach at all, but yeah. it, it is, it's pretty clear. The thing about Houston is like, it's like they, they can get, they can find winning players 
anywhere. I mean, I know you dislike them because you're a Yankee fan and you feel like they stole some stole something from you, but a little bit. But hey, they have always been able to replace anybody. They like they replaced Carlos Correa with a really solid shortstop in Jeremy Pena. So really, they they're really good at what they do. So as we get closer to the playoffs. Expect us to be talking about Houston a lot because that's a team that could. That's a team that the only team in the AL that can compete with the Yankees. Because go look at it, the Twins are never going to compete with the Yankees. I'm sorry, they just they shrivel every time. Yep, they can't. Do it. But Houston, they're not afraid of the Yankees, and they're the only team over 500 that I think can actually compete with them. Because I, I don't agree. think Toronto can either. So. I don't think Toronto can anymore, and honestly, I want to see the Rays in a series right now because I want to just beat the piss out of all those guys too. Yeah, you don't like them. Either. I don't. I don't like Tampa Bay after the way that they've treated us the past couple years, and when they, oh man, yeah, no, fuck Tampa Bay. Yeah. How about we talk about the team I hate? All right, let's talk about Phil. Actually, we both hate them. We both hate the city of Philly, basically. Okay. Um, nothing but respect, though. Not <laughs> um, really. Not really. No. Yeah, uh, not, not even a little bit. But continue. Yeah, city. But yeah. Um. So the Phillies are on a hot streak, and then they played yesterday and lost thirteen to one to the Diamondbacks. I think they're gonna get back to those ways because. Everybody's talking about how they fired Joe Girardi and everything went well. That happens. When you fire a manager, everybody feels good. They started 8-0 and with Rob Thompson. Then they lost. Now I think they're facing a really good pitcher tonight, Sandy Alcantara. I think they lose tonight. And I think that's why the money line at plus 118 for the Marlins, I think that's really, really good. Because as much as Aaron Nola is a good pitcher... The Marlins have a couple of power hitters that can hit that can take them deep early, and Alcantara does not give up many runs. And the offense for the Phillies is so make or break that it's it's very tough to see. He's, he's been the best guy on the Marlins this year, truthfully. Like if if they had a competent lineup, they would be at least a second place team in the NL East. But their their lineup is just so negative compared to their rotation that is. Their rotation might be the best in the National League if it wasn't for the Dodgers and Mets. It really is so good. It is that good. They, a lot of a lot of uh, off brand, you know, off brands, you know, not necessarily yeah. big name guys that you would yeah. be seeing or you know recognize. But these guys got a lot of talent, and I think the Marlins are on a come up. They've been kind of rebuilding for a few years now. I know we, they got rid of my boy DJ. We talked about that for a little bit on at yeah. most sports, but. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be exciting baseball in Miami if they just stick with it and give it one or two more seasons. That he wanted to speed up the process. He wanted to get Nick Castellanos. I actually think it's a good thing he didn't sign Nick Castellanos is. for them. So uh, a good thing. yeah, as much as we love to shit on Philly, I'll talk. I'll, I'll I'll say more good things about Miami. There, they've got a lot going on there. But hopefully, they can come out come out there for us tonight and. Uh, Get a win at plus 118, so it's plus money. So Plus 118. You love to see. I'll always love some plus money on the MLM podcast. Absolutely. All right. Is that going to that gonna do it for us today? I think that's all the picks that I've got. I'm all uh, bookied out. Yes, sir. We do have to say um, uh, a very nice job to the New York Rangers for a, a good season. But <sighs> yeah, we were on <laughs> we were on this podcast. They had a one nothing lead, and we talked about, hey, they might win this thing. They might get they lost both games after that, so um, good season. We we said it though. We said if they were to lose that game three, going down to Tampa, yeah, they were, and it, I were game four, uh, game four, right? If they lost, if they um, were to lose that, when we recorded, that was game, game five. five. Jesus, dude, between that and the finals, I'm losing count. But yeah. we said that it was going to be really rough for them to bounce back from a loss and then go down to Tampa and win two games. Mm-hmm. So I mean, with a dynasty like the Tampa Bay Lightning, like. 
that's a solidified legacy of a team right there. I mean, making it to three Stanley yeah. Cups in a row is extremely impressive, and they hats definitely got to go off to them. Yeah. But the Rangers will be back. Here, you know what I said? I said this to my father. Is We have a lot of basketball fans out there, so I'll put this in basketball terms. It's kind of reminding me of, you know, when the like uh, everybody watched The Last Dance. The Pistons were beating the, the Bulls every time. I think it was two years in a row, right, in the Eastern Conference Finals. And the Bulls finally got it as much as when the Pistons were finally hitting the end of their dynasty. That's kind of what it feels like it's going to be for the Rangers. It might be another year of Tampa Bay next year, but the Rangers are going to be that team that squad, takes over. Bro. They're yep. so young. So it's it's Rangers are a good team. They'll Obviously, they'll be back. I think they'll be the team in a few years to take over the Eastern Conference. So... It's unfortunate right, it didn't bro. happen early, but yeah, great season. Great season overall. We appreciate the Rangers and everything that they've done for the city of New York. They can close and MSG now. They, I, I guess for a little Until bit. Until October. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't even have a comeback for that because we're just sitting at home. <laughs> RJ, my, my boy RJ Barris just sitting in Canada eating fucking Canadian bacon. So I not much I can say to respond to that one. Well, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to episode 39. I think that's going to do it for us today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at MLMadnessPod. We're going to be dropping any live bets, any line changes that happen to these types of lines, any injuries, blah, blah, blah. You already know the deal. Make sure you drop a follow, turn on the notifications, and thank you for all the support. My name is Matt Cherico. That was Andy B., and this has been Moneyline Madness, episode 39. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will catch you in the next one. Go Celtics.